This is a news laundry podcast. Welcome to NL Hafta. Hello and welcome to Hafta. The gang at News Laundry is back and today we don't have a guest because we have a full house after a very long time. There is Madhu. Hi. Anand. Hello. Both back from the little summer break. Madhu's was more work related. Yours was Mine uh, was within India. I didn't go to Montenegro, let me just clarify. But you were in the hills. <laughs> yes, in the hills. Okay, we were sadoing in Delhi. There's Arunab. Hi. And there's Manisha. Hello. Uh, before we start, and I tell you what all we'll discuss, just want to plug as usual. Oh. When the public pays, the public is served. <laughs> when advertisers and corporations pay, corporations are served. So support independent media. Uh, check out www.newslaundry.com. Get involved with our I Pay to Keep News Free campaign if you don't like us. Support someone else. Uh, if you have any suggestions or criticism or advice, write to us at contact at News Laundry or tweet to us. Or join us on Facebook and uh, we shall see what you have to say. And this uh, is serious because if you complain about the news and paid news or whatever, yeah. put your money where the ma- uh, mouth where, is absolutely... Yeah, and, mm. and uh, support us. And thank you to those of you who do. Uh, we should say this more often, but a lot of you do support us and that is very rare in today's day and age. I'm pretty confident on many uh, news websites will be able to say that yes, at least a certain percentage of our, uh, support, uh, our readers support us. So today to... F- discuss what all is hot in the media and what is not. A few things on our list are the PM selfie with daughter leading to accusation of sexism online. Uh, there's the Outlook magazine story again got to do with sexism where they were they made some inappropriate remarks about a Telangana bureaucrat. Uh, the gay marriage judgment in America we can discuss that a little and other things that dominated headlines and prime time was Lalit Modi, Vasundhara, Sushma, more of the same, more of the same, more of the same. And the VIP racism, which is something that I like, which Times now did on two aircrafts. Um, we'll discuss the details of that. And uh, in the end, um, anything else that anyone else has anything to say about, please feel free to let us know what you think. Madhu, why don't you start? You've joined us after a while. What yeah. do you want to yes. start with? Anything. You, you okay. Uh, so, okay, so... Uh, uh, Anand, you also joined us. Yeah, no, time. I mean, I, I think uh, we can begin with uh, Prabhu Chawla and I think Lalit Modi. Right. And uh, this thing about Lalit Modi, uh, it's it's very unnerving because he is he is now going to start uh, a political party, if I'm not mistaken. He's tweeted Has that he? all, all those that? who are uh, uh, you know who want to uh, fight corruption, please join mm-hmm. us. There's uh, his hey, latest tweet. Right, that's great. He can join forces with the up. <laughs> but <laughs> but what, what a meeting of the yeah, minds. London <laughs> say political parties. Yeah, just check his last tweets. Yeah. No, I know he's been tweeting with, uh, you know, the image it's says stop corruption or against corruption, yeah. join yeah. me against corruption. But like he's actually announcing the political I, th- I, I think his, okay, uh, we'll check that one out. of the last huh. few tweets is that. But hmm. um, I think, I think coalition with up is in the up. <laughs> Inevitable. Absolutely. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, I would like to get, I mean, especially because Madhu was a colleague, uh, you know, of Prabhu Chavla. And uh, I would like to get her opinion on, you see, I mean, the thing was when the, uh, when the issue came up of uh, the involvement of Shushma Swaraj and the involvement of Vasundra uh, Rajas India, mm. that she had gone, she had actually signed in mm. support of this. Right. For the next week, it wasn't known who else uh, actually did support Lalit Modi's, uh, you know, documents. Hmm. And that was the time that Prabhu Chavla was quiet. He was probably waiting for his, you name, know, to come his up. name to come up. Like many right now, are, a lot of people are very Me, unusually quiet. Yes. Because 
no one knows who lalit modi will go after next right 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 uh, so before madhu tells about prabhu yeah. chabla i just thought uh, it was ironic that he wrote a piece uh, on the 21st of june when messengers shoot each yeah. other mm. it's the message that becomes the first casualty yeah. where he gives this long sermon about how these days news organizations are just going at each other and you know shooting each other and criticizing each other which i personally don't think there's anything wrong about criticizing i think the problem was for too long they didn't but ironically the very next day he was in ndtv studio mm. doing exactly what he's whining about in his piece all i'm saying is dude if you say stand straight then you should also stand straight mm. you can't say everyone else stand straight and neither will i mm. he got onto the show and just went after ndtv on a show saying what are you telling me that if i you were going after narendra modi you led a campaign against narendra modi ab aapne abhi itna hame lecture diya hai do din pehle kam se kam jo well, prime time yeah and in the piece I, he goes on to talk about hindustan times times of india ndtv so he's also talking I about the media i don't know what his piece is about he is completely unaware of what he's saying mere bare mein mat bolo but i think as of this afternoon he's no longer the uh, editor of uh, actually that's yeah, confusion about yeah. that we should uh, uh, hmm. ha well, there are two three things about his article as you know i don't think it's a uh, it's a it's a secret but he doesn't write it himself he dictates <laughs> it so you mean he dictates it or yeah. somebody right because say he's no, english is not his first language and uh-huh. we should not put him down for that yeah. so he should be writing in hindi mm. himself so i know for sure i could bet on it that he doesn't know the meaning of philippic which is used in the article an unusual word is not in common parlance so i think that is odd that's number one i think when he's been on television about this issue that he had uh, uh, with, given de- a deposition for lalit modi he was so aggressive and so intimidating that he completely uh, carpet bagged uh, carpet bags not the right word but steamrolled uh, rajdeep sir desai and rahul kanwar okay, right. at, at the end where they just became like puppy dogs that okay yes yes sir yes sir yes sir but the fact is oh that was a polite one on ndtv was yeah. worse yeah but mm. this was this was uh, clear that there were many points that rahul kanwar and rajdeep missed on mm. which is when he said that he was asked did you go as a friend or did you go as a journalist mm. so his answer was i went as an expert which is neither here nor there hmm. so did he go as a friend expert or did he go as a journalist expert what did he go as why did he do it obviously there was a there was a a friendship a social sort of hmm. situation where he felt it was okay to do so this was a, a gray area which these two kanwal and this rajdeep rajdeep should have gone after him and said clarify your position why were you there Mm. I what business did you, you know, have in deposing for a person why i just think that they I, didn't follow up enough i didn't mm. i i personally don't uh, find his lectures of any value but i did think his defense was i mean i don't think it's a great thing to do but there's no no criminality associated with it the only question i would have asked is that he said i went on my own money i you know went on my own money i stayed in the hotel i paid for it myself exactly why I'm like, dude, hmm. यार मेरा कोई सगा बोले लंडन आके मुझे डिपोजिट मैंने कहा टिकट भेज में आ जाऊंगा मतलब आपके ना जान पे आप जान यू नॉट अ फ्रेंड यू फ्लोन ऑल द वे टू I said that was a bit weird and that no, was the obvious I mean, question no one asked to be honest mm. uh, abhinandan mm. your salary is probably 1 millionth of what prabhu chavla said that's is. not the issue we are you can be as rich as you like but when you're doing not something for him. <laughs> when he's requesting like, someone goes right no he when he's been requested to come i agree yeah. with nikun no matter how wealthy yes. you are the instinct is that if i'm going for him he'll send the ticket yeah. even mm. if you're a star mm. if yes. you're going for a premiere the or for any function the people mm. send the ticket for you no i mean so even right now 
we are so many times you know madhu went to australia to speak at a at a very large conference on independent media and i believe her session was actually excellent but i'm sure madhu can afford to go on her own mm. but they say aaj aaye madhu sir ha main ticket book karke abhi australia pahunchi hu no way no way she is such a yeah oh madhu's not not wanting to use bad words she just <laughs> mouthing them sorry uh, i've been trying to clean so, up my yeah, language why don't you tell us about this case and then let the youngsters also give us their view yeah hmm. so no but one thing uh, going back to lalit modi i think what is really fun in this is that he's a whistleblower but mm-hmm. he doesn't look behave or think like a whistleblower he's not a jholawala he's not an is officer he's not a police officer who's who's gone rogue or gone it's a honest different kind of and this this i think is a new phenomenon in, in india which in the world uh-huh. i think to have a whistleblower who uh, boasts about uh, amal clooney uh, Uh, tweet and uh, uh, exchanging messages, messages with him uh-huh. and i uh, well and naomi campbell and all yeah i think the, the thing is that he his interpretation is very um new age journal, new journalism digital journalism uh-huh. i think because if you're passing him in a restaurant he'll say he met you if you <laughs> if you say can i talk if he asks you can i talk to you for 2 minutes and takes you aside and sits at a table he says can he deny you had a one to one meeting with me okay <laughs> fine and so all his interpretations of every encounter are unique in the sense that what he's come up with varun gandhi uh, telling him that auntie wants hmm. 60 Eu- million. million euros the one thing that i will give mail today an award for is the image they used of varun gandhi today which was it is hilarious it is oh. so appropriate what is what it is he it? looks like humpty dumpty and okay <laughs> it's just it's just remarkable oh. so the, i think this image of uh, confusing image of a whistleblower who's hmm. wealthy Uh, source of income so it's a new kind of whistleblower yeah but is mm-hmm. he a whistleblower because a lot of the things that um he was part of the corruption when it was happening mm-hmm. so one of the things that one has to understand that when you see two uh, wheeler dealers falling out, out with each other and they always do if mm-hmm. you look historically you know you go down historically mm-hmm. all the wheeler dealers eventually fall apart even daud and his you know people who he chota rajan yeah exactly mm-hmm. and it's always about money hmm. so the fight between lalit modi and vasundra uh, i don't think they're, they're fighting amongst each other he hasn't no, said anything no but they had a fallout with each other oh did, did they, they? Okay, yes okay. they had a fallout with each other okay. just before her second election campaign Okay. okay so so that was the fallout when she disassociated but herself but he's not really him. blowing any whistle on her because i was just astonished mm-hmm. of uh, you know i mean I, well he did he did blow a whistle on her in the sense that he said that she he released the document that she yeah okay, with her right. that she stood for right. him mm-hmm. yeah. so that was the initial thing and so that was now no but we don't know that he leaked it i mean his law, that, that's what i mean so now i think what madhu has said huh. well he had the document who else would release it not vasu so, team. so mm-hmm. i mean up till now i was under the impression that his lawyer must be one heck of a bad lawyer to actually rope i mean because he had this document that he released to all the press and on page 21 i think one of the times now reporters noticed that hey this is uh, you know vasundra raje's affidavit right. or whatever mm-hmm. i so don't he know didn't if that say is that accurate Rana, but I, th- i don't think that's accurate i think so that's a, a spin uh, i think that's a spin that journalists are who, who get us get something from a source want no but to, that was part of the f- docket no that fudge no, but, no it wasn't just that, sorry that docket everyone had yes but it was the same docket only times now they yeah. laid it up that same docket was with everybody yes hmm. they they didn't have the document when they released the story no it just when the document came they went to the congress party no 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 
the uh, the signature the signature came, came from, from the congress, congress yeah, that came later exactly yeah. the docket it yeah, just mentioned different. this yeah. but the signature that actual document came, came from the congress party who gave it to the congress party mm. exactly yeah anand tell us what you think and then arun yeah i mean and also i think there is this thing about uh, you know you begin to worry about the future of this country if you have lalit modi people like lalit modi trying to say i'm a you know uh, mm. i have a crusade against uh, corruption and it's very unnerving how i mean you can't trust the according to me you can't trust him i mean he's leaking dms he's doing all sorts of things and it's very unnerving to see his tweets that have all these hundreds of emojis you know koi namaste karta oh god i was just going to say that it's so irritating that you know on the other hand all his other partners are probably roaring you know and this guy is having fun tweeting with you know namaste laughing all these sorts of emoticons yeah what's hmm. with so the emojis uh, that's what so <laughs> i think this is a charade this is going to go away in about a month's time but it reflects i don't worry about, i don't care about what happens to lalit modi hmm but i am aghast that uh, you know as you actually said two weeks ago the prime minister is completely silent on it hmm. this was a case where the moment i saw it i heard of it you had five minutes i said these guys are guilty of conflict no, of interest also you said if they don't speak now one after the other naya khola sa utar aayega and it's been happening it is actually happening so now varun gandhi has to has come into the picture now this fellow is saying are main to gaya hi nahi tha golpur palace acha khasa tha now that yeah. is also been discussed so, you know, 8 year old documents are coming out and i think the more they keep silent on it the more arnab and hundreds of people will get these diggers you know <laughs> like uh, and then uh, you will have hundreds of uh, by the end of the day it'll probably be bjp mukt bharat and congress mukt bharat all together <laughs> टाइमलाइमलीफ्टरनून morning morning, morning. Mm. i'm going for a snooze <laughs> going to sleep okay <laughs> he must be on night then and the shrinivasan jain uh, 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 tweets that he put out was really uncalled for yeah. i thought that was just asking for an interview well and makes a uh, journalist feel that you know you were begging for uh-huh. of course we're always begging we always we're always asking for interviews and then so is that people picked on to 10 o'clock bar And okay. I, I think people in that position who are asked to give an interview suddenly feel a sense of power mm-hmm. over the journalist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're, time yeah, and you we've all been it. through. Yeah. We've all been through really dragged out uh, situations where you know you're led on to believe you're getting the interview, you're mm-hmm. getting the interview, and then the last minute backtracks. Not just we've that, all been through that. I've been 42 years of journalism. I, I'll tell you, it must have happened to me thousands of times. Yeah, but I, it happens. I so what's the big deal? We we are trained. Well, we don't take no for an answer. If it says no, we ask again. Mother, you had done a story where you had gone to into jail, Lita. I remember. Yeah. And she didn't come out for like eight or nine so hours. So I told so the cameraman to film the clock. So mother, I think I was so <laughs> clever, and I think journalists should learn. So mother said, "Did you come here?" She made us sit for eight again. hours. So mother just got the cameraman to just film the clock. One hour, two hour, three hour. That was brilliant. I said, "Just start filming the clock." If she's going to make us wait, she made us wait for two days. Wow. And the last visit, which I went. Uh, recently i think last year a couple of months ago uh. um i've never been treated so badly it was really funny 
uh, <laughs> it, it's like a, it's really like a kim kingdom, like an empire, mm. and you're made to stand. Um, uh, you can't go inside. You're made to stand at a like a police uh, barricade, and you're covered in mosquito bites within five minutes. You're like scratching all over. Your my face was swollen, and I'm still standing there waiting. I waited for an hour, but they said she'll see you. She'll she's coming. She she wasn't even there. <laughs> she was in Uti. Uh, <laughs> Now see, if that was Lalit Mangeshkar said, Madhu, remember when you waited yeah. outside my house of Allah to see me? Groveled outside yes, my door. <laughs> so, uh, you wrote a piece on this, Arunab, your views. So, I think anybody who has uh, spoken anything about groveling or begging doesn't know a thing about journalism. I mean, that's what we do all day. Can <laughs> <laughs> you say that yeah. again, loudly? I, I, I said that anybody who is uh, speaking of uh, groveling or begging uh, by Srinivasan Jain doesn't know a thing about journalism. Yeah. Because that's what we do all day. That's what I've been doing for the last two days, trying to get in touch with one person and it still hasn't happened. But but can I add one thing? Yeah. That to the This is a message to the people who we try to get interviews from. We are not groveling. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're, doing, We're our doing our job. We're doing our job. So if you yeah. call that groveling, you grovel yourself. Okay. Mm. Because course. when you want to use us, you're the ones who are groveling and saying, Kuch baat, kuch aajao, baat karni hai. Who does mm. that? Okay. Mm. So it's mutual. When we mm. want a story, we ask for the story. We're not groveling. Yeah. Also, Madhuri, you it think this, is, this, is, this, for a this is a little uh, <laughs> more uh, rampant in India because, uh, you know, when you call up a Sarkari office in India, you know, you call up a Sarkari office uh, for a bite, I mean, it, they, they, what they do is they direct you from one number to another. Isko phone kariye, madam meeting mein hai, unko phone kariye. But I just happened to call uh, a UK office now, a food security authority of UK, and I called the press office and and they gave me whatever information I wanted and they said if you want to write me, we'll mail it to you too. I think, I mean, I think that was really yeah, pleasant. That, 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 that was a really pleasant change, you know. Because but I don't know, I think bureaucracy in Europe was also as bad. I mean, if you want something Europe, big, it I don't stinks. know. It's, it's, but I in UK, it's got a job. Can't be as bad as you see, in embassies over here and high commissions over here, they're geared to giving, they have a full office. That's yeah. their job, only job almost, yeah. to give out in disseminated information about uh, their country's policies. Yeah. So they're prepared for it. In, in when we, in an Indian situation, for example, if you were trying to get an interview with somebody in, a, in England or in America who is in, in trouble for whatever reason, uh, for corruption or whatever, you'd have the same kind of hassle. It's all about trouble, it's about regular stories where you just want somebody to say, say something. Just you know? tell the people, we're doing a story, we were just perplexed that Maggie has made it to, has passed the safety How standards of that? UK. It's an interesting story. In UK, so, they've passed the standards of safety that it's safe to consume, whereas their, uh, you know, norms are stricter than ours. And it's failed in India. So, Arunab is working on a story saying, what are your tests? Tell us, and we'll figure out what our tests are. Mm -hmm. And so, in that connection, he called their food, Joby administration. FSA. Part, FSA. And he got a jawab immediately. Now, it'll be interesting. In fact, that's a story in itself. Write a report next to that, how difficult it was for you to get the information from the Indian Food uh, uh, Administration Department. Sorry. Uh, should we just move on to the next subject? This has taken much time. Uh, should we do, uh, let's, let's go to sexism next. Uh, PM selfie with daughter, uh, criticism and then that entire thing which Shruti said that happened and she's written a piece on it. I think f uh, First Post has, has, has uh, written a piece on how the kind of abuse that was heard to anyone. about a dozen pieces that have come up. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. And, uh, and one excellent fallout of that is, and I think this is great, it's happened, it should have happened a long time ago, that PM Narendra Modi has urged supporters who are active on social media, especially to be positive because abuse will finish this exciting medium. I think that's, that's great. great advice. I well, think it's fantastic yeah. he said that. When did it happen? And it's about time he should have said that. It was 
but it would be better if he's not following some of the abusive i mean some of the people who you see their profile uh. first of all your self image and self respect must be so low that if your introduction is pm narendra modi follows me on twitter like really that's your claim to fame <laughs> and when you go down many of those people's timelines they are the most abusive and vile no, but i find very why, interesting why, uh, why does the pm have to follow those people just that's this morning uh, somebody had tweeted to kanchan gupta mm. that the following people have blocked me including me mm. he put in my name so kanchan said these are not people who normally block there were mm. other journalists who had blocked this person mm. so uh, he said this not normally these people but i find that the person who gets blocked they whine they complain they set up a case that please tell her to unblock me <laughs> then other people will call that listen he's a decent guy please unblock him <laughs> and why the hell should i you're blocking his freedom of speech but he's blocking my freedom my space no, but that's what you're just blocking on your timeline he's free to speak no, exactly <laughs> but the point is that is my freedom of speech and expression if i block someone i yeah. if somebody is violating my space with violence i certainly am not going to be a victim yeah exactly you don't have to be what kind of bullshit is this yeah. so it's amazing that how immediately a blocked person becomes a victim that usne to mujhe block kar diya while you can go on abusing someone why yeah. but yeah. i i think i mean to come back to this i think it's good that the, the prime minister said what mm. he said i haven't heard his sound bite mm. but it's the same across parties i mean if you look at some of the aap supporters they mm. are as vile uh you and know abusive. as the as the bjp mm. supporters mm. and i don't think arvin kejriwal has told that you know supporters please don't be abusive mm. and yesterday i think there was a lot there was a lot no, of no, thinking from of, him remember that tape mm. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, the sting <laughs> with the name of a movie. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I mean, yesterday they were like, so after all this thing happened, you mm. know, um, uh, first of all, I mean, according to me, what Kavita said, I mean, I I found it appalling, but I also found Just more appalling. Just spell out exactly what she said. She said something to the effect of, Be "Oh, careful. sorry, for uh, for our viewers, yeah. this whole thing started. There were two people. One was Shruti, said she's a VJ actor, who said that." Uh, Yeah. Life is more than a photo op. Come on, Mr. Modi. It was just that. Come on, Prime Minister. And Kavita Krishnan said that be careful when you put up your your daughter's images. You know, some people are known to have snooped. He's he's, he's, he's known, known to, to stalk, stalk daughters. 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 That's cheap. So that was so that's that was because of the that's cheap. That level stinging. of cheapness yeah. has got to stop. Uh, yeah, I uh, agree with like, what you're then, saying. And then you know, yesterday hmm. they have dug up some astonishingly abusive tweets hmm. by Shruti Seth. Hmm. Astonishingly abusive. towards and abuse uh, towards towards people you okay. know her tweets of like one year ago two year ago mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. and of course um, i forget the name rowdy guy who comes in rowdy rowdies rowdies okay yeah rowdies yeah so they've dug up you know so people are busy digging tweets and you know like mika for example mm. so arvin kejriwal thanked mika for twen- donation of 21 lakhs and then i think within the span of whatever mika is vigorously abusing someone i i, I think i think i think there is this is essential this is dangerous the two are not related i think uh, anand this no no what i'm trying to, to say, say is, that because no, no. if someone wants to see now this is this is the problem i have and i've tweeted about that that this kind of sounds like a justification or apology no no respect one thing it respect to anyone's abuse that's yeah. got nothing to do with what you're talking about of course what i'm trying so, no hang on let me complete hmm. what i'm trying to say is it is So I it sounds like a justification. Not, That's what I'm saying. It is wrong. It is wrong to believe it is a justification. A because I myself have said that you know it is appalling some of the abuse that he is getting, and I think it was a response to uh, uh, I think Kaushik uh, uh, Kushan Kushan sorry said that you know one reprehensible tweet does not merit merit one hundred thousand reprehensible replies, but it is certainly hypocritical. 
if you abuse people and then if people abuse you not you at all play victim. I, there's not a difference that is what i'm trying to say not at all it's not at all i'll tell you yeah. this i have an abusive is, tongue yeah, exactly. i can i can abuse someone yeah. i use the word fuck and dig exactly. you know all yeah, the time right. but if someone starts saying you bloody brown person see there is see now this is ranged bitch who do you think you are of course. now once like now here's what i'm saying using an abusive word and saying that's the same thing as being abusive that is sexism or racism is not even close i mean I'm how can you compare that. The, Abhinandan, i'm no, not saying no, you're saying what i'm saying is somebody is abusing someone no no it's not hypocritical you can be an abusive person but if you are racially abusing someone or being sexist it is it is not even comparable and it, it is very so what is very wrong but you what you're saying is that you Hear want to continue out. to abuse people hmm. but you will not take any abuse yeah. Hmm. No, yeah, no, no, that, that is what you're saying. Yeah. Because no, hear me out. What I'm saying is, you can say, for it, example, that's what you're making of it. That's not what the. No, but Anand is pointing towards the case of Shruti abusing people. Yes, yes. I'm not saying Shruti is saying, you know, to the clouds, f, f off or something. F She is responding to someone abusively. Sure. That's what I'm saying. There's sure. a difference, right? I mean, I can use f word. I can use whatever c word or whatever. I, you know in in Sorry. a normal language go ahead i mean i honestly don't understand what is this about because i am as a person i am abusive i i use expletives but that does not mean this is not abuse this this is this is uh, this is uh, this people you know abusing uh, kavita krishnan because of her color because of her because of it's her being a woman sex, there's, 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 there's a difference okay, no, there's let, a difference let me just say this i am also abusive i am i am mm. everyone mm. i think everyone needs to be abusive it is a gasket release team gasket release system but point i'm making is you can you can use all these abusive words in a this thing but when you are addressing someone i'm talking in that context so no. shruti for example mm. shruti straight is addressing people on twitter and she is abusing them virulently that is all i'm saying okay so she's abusing she's using f words and all sorts of things against those people now if those people are abusing her in the same coin i'm saying for her to play victim is hypocritical okay i generally i think you are you're juxtaposing a sexually and a uh, 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 sexist attack coordinated attack by hundreds and thousands of twitter no, no, on one like let me finish yeah. on one person and saying now if i tell someone to fuck off i think i'm perfectly with my right if i don't like someone and for someone's perfectly within the right to abuse me back on racial or sex systems all i'm saying is i would not see the two similarly if you see the two similarly i find that worrying the no, two are not similar it's like this that if you are taking a moral stand against abusers then your moral stand is something that as you said but it's not against abusers you're standing straight and stand straight yourself yeah, no no so you're abusing other people and you're abusing you back and you're sexually abusing you don't color sexually abuse nahi karoge but how the person who is abused that can say shruti i take severe objection to you abusing sure, me like you this. can but that i don't know in that context i'm saying no, but this, i'm right? saying they're not the same and i'm saying you are saying this what i'm saying is it is about it is on the abuser to say whether they are not same or not right if they let's move on okay fine i think yeah let's go into the sexist thing about the outlook magazines yeah. gossip column i thought barkha was why don't you go uh, tell tell the viewer what the story is and what your view is so outlook uh, and what was a gossip kind of a column yeah, it's uh, called the insider all right a referred to an is officer who's posted in telangana as an arm candy 
uh, and uh, I think the story was sexist. I think the report was sexist. Uh, it was a report. It was one of the. It, it was, was a, a, a small column. gossip. Yeah. You know, the last, uh, the second last page that you know many of these magazines, yeah, yeah, the yeah, Helka, yeah. they have that second last page is just yeah. snippets, like two hundred, hundred words gossip snippets. Kind of mm. huh. But uh, I also think uh, NDTV and in particular Barkha's uh, person of the story is as journalistic as her conversations with uh, Nira Radia. <laughs> so <laughs> sorry, so say that again. I think her. Uh, I think the NDTV and Barkha uh, pursuing the story with so much of uh, vigor is as journalistic as Barkha's conversations uh, in some of Barkha's conversations with Nira, which I I don't think all of them were very journalistic conversations. So. What's I, the connection? Basically, uh, Barkha yeah, went after Outlook huh. and she really tweeted because oh, okay. it was payback time. I don't think she would have done it if it was any other publication. Basically, Actually, yes, this was payback time on her show. All right, it, okay uh, then. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so I think I, th I think uh, uh, the story was sexist because mm -hmm. I happened to do some reading up, and uh, this woman isn't a young officer as the Outlook piece uh, referred mm -hmm. to her as. She's been an IS officer for the past eleven years. Mm -hmm. In fact, she was uh, uh, the India rank fourth when she cleared her uh, mm -hmm. IS uh, exams, and uh, the piece refers to uh, the piece says uh, no one really knows what she's doing, which is completely uh, uh, false. Yeah. No, yeah. this is yeah. Smita Sabarwal. Yeah, exactly. She's who's, a, uh, who's got many awards for yeah, the kind exactly. of work she's done. Mm. ground level in villages she's been posted to the smallest of areas and she's done remarkable work she's a beautiful woman yeah. and uh, married to an ips officer so i think for them to have written it in the style they did and the title that they wrote was deep throat yeah, yeah. that is beyond title yeah. of what the whole uh, section no not no, the whole, that, that, paragraph. that particular paragraph so the subhead was deep throat which is really Are you sure? no. no i think the it section was no it was boring no boring babu, babu. That no, was no, the subject. No, I have it here. Deep throat. No, that's the section. Throat. That's the entire section. Is no, that's, a, that's, that's, that's what that column yeah. is called. I know. Yeah. It's not specifically for this story. But this I mean, story was headline No Boring Babu. Yeah. Hmm. Well, Outlook's. Uh, so, by the way, apology. Outlook has, yeah, they've apologized, they've retracted the thing. and okay. But they've said that we haven't got any legal notice, despite all the halla in the media. No, we there are there are scans of legal notices on, on the net. But what did she say in the Outlook? I haven't apologized to Smriti Irani for their. No, uh, whatever. That thing. didn't create so much. <laughs> what? Uh, but I think, like, I was called by BBC Radio last yesterday about this story, and uh, she was asking me that, do you think sexism is on the rise? And you, you know, really dumb questions. <laughs> um, the thing is that what we have to be aware of is that we are at a crossroads where uh, women are now more women in terms of numbers are are in the workforce. And parallel, uh, the parallel growth of um, awareness and um, fairness to women has not happened. So mm. that's why we get all these still um, retro kind of uh, statements by politicians and even women politicians and from the National Commission of Women statements. Which or even I, the rape case that you were just mentioning exactly. before we started so recording. All that that they say, which is, comes out regularly, where somebody will say she shouldn't have been wearing this clothes, she shouldn't have gone out at night, what was she doing out with her boyfriend, what was mm -hmm. she... You know, all that stuff is not coming from nowhere. It is coming from a psyche that is as, as well brainwashed. A, a billion people are, are thoroughly brainwashed on these issues while... Some people are most people, a lot of people hopefully are veering away from it. Still, the old mindsets are there. Right. And that's why I, it is, you know, not unusual to get an article like this. But although I don't think um, a, a legal notice, if, if they're saying they haven't received one, I mm. think that's great because while I do think it was sexist and I read the story, I was a bit surprised when she sent a legal notice because 
even legally, what are you going to say? That why are you calling me eye candy? Like, yeah. you can, no, you, but there, there is something you can condemn someone. Responsible. No, but it's not. I mean, I, mean, I, I, anyway, I think but, it. I, mean, I think it damages her in this way that here's a responsible IAS officer who's a serious person who's doing a job. Mm. In a private life, she goes to a fashion show and she wears some other. No, clothes. I don't. That's a legal case. That's, I don't see. No, what I'm saying. Case. I'm saying the impact she, of it. Yeah. The yeah, impact of it affects her work in mm. the sense that she goes into office the next day and she's viewed by everybody as, oh, here comes the arm, arm candy. It's mm. grossly unfair. Mm. No, I'm not saying it's not unfair. It I'm affects just, her reputation. I'm just saying I don't. I don't see how it could. A case could be made. No, a defamation maybe not, but uh, as we discussed last time, defamation it affects her mm. reputation. Yeah, but also uh, indecent uh, portrayal of a woman. Uh, the the IRPA, the the, the obscenity uh, act that we have. I mean, uh, mm. I think uh, she can file for defamation. She, she can file for defamation. But I, I think defamation is a bad law. If I, can, mm. if I can just add to that, I think uh, I, I agree with Abhinandan that you know it's probably so calling someone an eye candy. Uh, uh, you know, at, uh, at the worst, what is from the eyes. But there is there is a IPC relating to outraging the modesty, modesty of a woman. Yeah, mm. and that you think this could so, fall under the. I, mean, okay. I think it's defamatory it's more than it because it creates an atmosphere of a person who's the now to be viewed differently from a professional person. This happened with um, Obama, hmm. in uh, when he was on the West Coast, and he introduced his new, uh, what was it? Um, it was a new DA. Hmm. or new uh, special prosecutor or something and he called her beautiful yeah. one of the most beautiful hmm. lawyers in this thing yeah. and he was thrashed for it no they're being thrashed we're talking about the legal but legally they couldn't do anything what I'm saying is the legal legally there was it. nothing legal yeah. about calling someone beautiful yeah. but this I think goes further in the sense that mm. she dresses up like this and she mm. shows up in uh, saris like that and then yeah. she goes to and a it's like no one really knows like what she does which yeah. is, which it's is not one, it's not one adjective yeah. as beautiful yeah. it was clearly insinuating yeah. it is insinuating yeah. and and i think really uncalled and for i think yeah, on one thing uh, at least i don't know when i agree uh, that uh, the way Barkha played it up and tweeted it, it was payback time baby outlook <laughs> you did radia i'm going to take this and take it to town uh, let's move on to the next, which is the uh, feminist. But just they karata, wo to editors sab chale gaye, correspondence bhi chale gaye. This is a new not, now it's a different outlook. Team. Is a new blood has new blood. But wo to vahi na ki vahi. But can I just say it's been six years hmm. since the Radia scandal broke out, hmm. 2009, right? Yeah. No one knows where Neera Radia is, what she is doing. I do. Everyone knows. Who? Where is? is I do. Name? Okay. <laughs> Tell us. No, or you actually have to wait no, no, no. for this never appearing article. <laughs> but, but you know, I mean, in the news. Yeah, she's not in the news, but I mean, I know enough people who will yeah. be meeting her and stuff. She's in regular life. Yeah. I mean, she's like, I believe she wasn't very well, but yeah. She was sick when she started a new company yeah. and she's working. She's doing some but other that stuff. Was that company taken off? Was she able to? Because there yeah, was yeah, a yeah. company and then there No, no, she's taken off with that company. She's dealing with foreign companies. And also she's oh. investing in smaller companies, not news related, but she's, you know, she's doing very all smart. sorts of stuff. Very smart. Uh, so now let's move on to the. Gender log uh, Twitter handle for our viewers who don't know. Uh, sorry, Madhu and uh, Anand, are you aware of this? I know yes. these guys have read yes. about yes. this. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. So basically, uh, for our viewers, our listeners, gender log is this uh, Twitter handle. Is it fair to call it a feminist Twitter handle? Yeah, it is a feminist. Okay, Twitter Okay, it's handle. a feminist Twitter handle. I really don't know when to use that word because <laughs> so I'm always really uh, doubtful about is feminist. Yeah, use kar sakte hain, kine kar sakte. So it's a feminist Twitter handle, and they have a different curator every week. Mm. And the curator this time, a uh, lady uh, whose Twitter ID is Nice Mangoes, yes. who is of, uh, she's Canadian? Pakistani-Canadian. Pakistani-Canadian. Pakistani 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 and she wrote a piece on the burqa 
and the naqab and how it is regressive and people who make that choice and then there was this backlash of Muslim women who say we are empowered but we choose it and it's... How do you choose it? You choose it because you're brainwashed to choose so, it. What, yeah, so let's you start. Know, Mother, men, what do you think? Is I, it? I get really furious with Hindu women in Parda and I get furious with Muslim women in, in, in Burkha. And whatever. even when they say it's out of choice, like many How do. is it out of choice? Excuse me. Huh. How is it out of choice? Why? Did, did you just invent a new fashion statement? Then it's out of choice. Hmm. You're doing it because there's a... There's a rigor to it. Okay. There's a custom to it. And the custom stands from a very um, regressive yes, mindset yeah. that women have to cover themselves so that men don't get tempted. Well, men don't get tempted, then fix yourself. That's mother's you, Anand. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I have... I, I am against... I'm you know really, both sides of the debate, right? I've, yes. I've, I've seen some women who... I have met, met an intellectual mm. Hindu woman who's married to an extremely well-known Muslim in Lucknow. And she's a, a scholar... And she gave me a 15-minute lecture, non-stop, without interruption from me, on how she felt so good taking the parda. She's mm. Hindu. Oh. Taking the parda and how she, um, the, the being in the women's quarters and how wonderful it feels to have that kind of uh, support system and all that kind of stuff. I disagree completely. I think that kind of thing is um, to put women in that position that you have to hide your face or hide your body why? Anand, Anand? Yeah, I mean, I have... Uh, sorry, Madhu, I disagree with you because I think I've, I've read a little bit about this. Don't mm. apologize. Uh, <laughs> my take is a little bit different, which is that not many people know that wearing the hijab or the niqab or the chadar uh, or the burqa is actually ordained by Allah. Mm. It is in Quran, chapter 24, verse 30, and chapter 33, verse 59, mm. where, where the Lord, I mean, Allah says to Prophet Muhammad, that women must wear jalabib or a loose garment that must cover them. And secondly, men must evade their eyes. So it, is, it has been ordained now. Mm. Now, when we have this background, okay, I certainly feel that as an atheist, one can mock somebody wearing a burqa, saying that that is regressive. You can say that. But if somebody is a Christian or a Hindu or practicing a religion, I think it is hypocritical for that person to mock Someone which is uh, some person who is practicing a tenet of a religion ordained by God. That is no, part of the one. Aren't there, aren't there reformatory mm -hmm. movements mm -hmm. in every religion which should be encouraged in Islam, particularly no, what I'm trying to, to respond to today's mm -hmm. times? And in this blog, this mm -hmm. woman wrote about this fact that it is time to address this. Huh. It's okay. time to throw it away. Huh. Right. But Finish I mean, your you know, point, Anand. Yeah, huh. but what I'm trying to say is that, you know, when you say that this is absolutely regressive, this, this should be done away with, what you're trying to say is that a tenet of a diktat by Allah is that, and that should be thrown away. So yes. I don't know whether Muslims are prepared to do that. That mm -hmm. is point number one. Point mm. number two is, uh, that's why I'm saying it will not be hypocritical for me to mock someone. Uh, I, I personally feel it is, uh, it is, it does not empower a woman, A, but it is a personal choice. If a, if a woman knows... A, no, that's standard. Right? Yeah. What I'm saying is that... So what okay, I'm saying is, you know, for, 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 for a Christian to mock someone wearing a burqa and at the same time believe that the uh, earth was created in eight days, I think it's hypocritical. Yeah, but see, again, we're going into the hypocrisy of... This is a little, if I may say so, like, you know, the, the spokesperson's argument ki tum kar aise kar Let's just look at it in isolation. Okay. You know, they said, tumne bhi tha, humne, that's what, the, the debate and the gender... In, the gender in isolation, isolation, I'll just tell the view, the gender... Like, ha, the gender no, you, after I'm coming back to you. Okay. So if you could just comment on this. Yeah. The gender log debate was yes. that here's a Muslim woman yeah. saying there's a horrible thing to have, you know, say that to support the burqa. Yeah. And women who are supporting the burqa are advocating and, and claiming to be feminist and empowered 
are not feminist or empowered, they are actually doing a disservice to feminism, which is what I think Madhu is also saying. Irrespective of if I am mocking, see that is again, uh, you know, the, 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 the kind of debates, ki tumne ye bola, bola. just Anna, that limited point. In what every is religion, in, in every religion, you have to in every generation, if not every decade, at least examine what is relevant today sure, for us. Sure, okay? yeah, absolutely. If, if you look at the constitution and you compare it to Manusmriti, the constitution has many, many things against Manusmriti. Mm -hmm. Okay, those who want to follow Manusprati still do it. They still look down on, on lower caste. Yeah. They still do what they want to do to women. That is according to the Manusprati. But our constitution is completely opposite. Now, if there is a movement of Islamic women who are raising the question that we don't want it, we should encourage it. Yeah, I'm saying it's, it's We just shouldn't easier. accept it that it's part of Allah's it's, thing, so leave it. Just, we won't leave it. It's just easier for an atheist to actually say that uh, this is wrong, hmm. this is regressive. Hmm. That's all I'm saying. I'm making no, a I'm a point. Hindu, but I'm against no, Manusmriti. Nice that doesn't make Muslim. me less of a Hindu. So, yeah. I'm a strong Muslim. Hindu. I'm a strong Hindu. It doesn't make me less of a Hindu if I say I don't believe in Manusmriti. I believe in all the other Upanishads. Right. I don't believe in the Smriti. But there are many people who, who are actually pro-Parda uh, and pro-Ghungat and anti-Burka. That's what I'm trying to say. Hmm. Yeah, but that is different. But that's not what we're talking about. Again, we are getting into wo aisa kare. I'm just saying, what is your view? If there is many it regressive people, it for women, is it an empowered choice? See, everything becomes about wo aisa bolte, wo bhi hypocritical. Yeah, How can it be empowered if somebody, Allah has told you to do it? It's huh. not empowered. It's not self-empowered. No, it's an order. You see, Abhinandan, this is where you, you know, I think you're making a, it's, it's not as, uh, you know, black and white, the disconnect between the two. And I'll explain to you. Hmm. I mean, according to me, uh, you know, things are fundamentally wrong with religion, if you follow. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Madhu has to run. So Madhu, we'll say goodbye to you midway. Thank you very much. So you, please say goodbye and apologize Bye. to your listeners that you will not be commenting on the other things. And I had a real treat saved for the end because even as we are recording this, there is a case that is being heard in court of the... Um, the Gandhi's related uh, that uh, National, National Herald, Herald. Herald and Sibyl and, and uh, Swami are arguing. Oh, and Subramaniam Swami. Yes, and that's and, television. And, and Gopi <laughs> and Gopi is live tweeting, and it's so funny. So check it out on Twitter when you're on your way out. What? But uh, and no one is covering it. Isn't that amazing? My God. Okay. Anyway, so Madhu, wow, please carry on amazing. and check out Gopi's timeline on Twitter. Gopi, Apna Gopi, Krishna? fine, huh? Sorry, Anand, carry on. Yeah, so, I mean, what I would like to say is that across, across the board, you know, there, it, I just find it, I mean, I, 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 I'm a, you can say I've, I have this thing of spotting hypocrisy. Can I just, okay? uh, go, so, can I just go off, uh, uh, off point for a second just to uh, bring in something? Uh, I would recommend to all our listeners that they do read Kumi Kapoor's book on the emergency. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I would have titled it Lest We Forget. Mm -hmm. because we have forgotten everything so quickly. And it's, when I read it, I am amazed at the number of cowards, number of the large populace who did nothing, that how quiet it was when other people were going to jail, lakhs and lakhs of people filled the jail, jails, and Indians, we, did nothing. All right. So the question of ever it happening, it ever happening again, we are basically, by ratio, cowards. All right, on that depressing note, <laughs> Madhu bids the goodbye. Yes. See you next week, Madhu. So let me just say, I mean, you know, religion is regressive. What you're saying is if somebody is following a tenet of religion, what you're saying is, oh, that is regressive, don't do that. What I'm trying to say is, 
that hey the whole every part of religion is regressive every part of religion is wrong whatever you say in the bible in the quran according to an atheist is regressive mm. so you know you cannot point and say oh look you know it's all right that uh, the, you know genesis happened and and then there was light and you know uh, earth was created in 8 days but at the end man did not descend from uh, uh, ape and man and ape were different but don't wear burqa Hmm. I think it I think there is something fundamentally wrong when you think that. Hmm. On the other hand, it is true. I mean that's why actually I was introduced to gender log India, you know, during this thing and I quite liked it. Hmm. You know, I I think it's good. And I think the lady who tweeted that is an atheist now, is an ex-muslim. Yeah. She's an ex-muslim. I don't know yeah, yeah, what yeah. is your view. I don't think I agree with that. I mean, I don't think it has to be either that or either this, you know. I think even as a even as somebody who's practicing religion, you know, you can choose to, you know, discard and not 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 accept certain certain tenets of religion. I don't see anything wrong in it. If you as if you if you stand up for women rights, I mean, so what you essentially trying to say that if you 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 agree right that the hijab is you know hijab is oppressive in certain yes. ways right so you saying if you stand up for uh, stand up for women's rights you cannot be religious you cannot be a, you, you cannot no, you can you cannot then say that i uh, you know i follow quran to the hilt you no, cannot you say but, that. but 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 then i i mean i don't know about let's talk about you know hinduism or yeah. i mean is is it so strict it's not and i don't think you know people can you know choose to follow certain tenets and reject certain tenets because they're oppressive so what's wrong in that no i mean hinduism is a different case because but someone wants to but if someone has that view on islam what's wrong with that yeah. what i'm saying is if you have, if you're limiting it no you have to either follow everything or someone has their own view of islam what is wrong with because that because i because you know i don't know of any right thinking uh, person who follows islam and who supports female uh, female genital mutilation so that is i mean and they are although that's technically not an islamic tradition it is a cultural tradition which also extends to other religions in africa which reza aslan is written about so we should actually uh, all right no and also Islamic. secondly i think one needs to understand the psyche of someone who's mm. following islam for example mm. i think there is a great emphasis on are you a true muslim or are you not so mm. in fact it has been ordained by muftis and the religious scholar islamic scholars if you do not follow islam as is indicated by quran you are not a muslim but many people say that many people so, but many people say otherwise that, also so no, what i'm saying is that no, again no, you have defined that If you follow Islam, you are maybe believing I, what may, these muftis are saying. Maybe I just want people not to follow uh, any religion. Maybe, but what I'm trying to say is not Hinduism. You don't have a problem with that. No, I mean I yeah. I don't have a problem with religion. Yeah. If Hinduism, if you say Hinduism life. is religion, <laughs> then don't follow it. it is. I mean uh, that's what I'm saying across the spectrum. For me, there are two issues in this whole debate. One is the hijab and the niqab as a feminist statement, and another, the hijab and the niqab as a political statement. I don't think it can ever be a feminist statement in my view because. I haven't read the Quran, but I I don't know if the verse says a loose cloth. Yes. What I know is what I'm given to believe it means modest. You dress up modestly. No, there are two verses. Hmm. So the other one says, in fact, the Arabic word is jalabib. Okay. Anyway, so anyway, that modesty yeah. has come to mean uh, for women to hide their faces, hide their hair, whereas for men it means you can show your face, you can show your hair, and you can walk around in suits and jeans. But your women must not wear skirts. So there's inherent inequality. So to me, it's not. but i understand hijab and niqab is a political statement and i understand women who wear it to make a political statement be feminists i'll give you an example of say something like karwa chauth okay to a western gaze it can be an extremely regressive cultural practice you know why are you fasting for your husband uh, the whole day just so that your husband has a long life now if i'm constantly told that you're regressive you're doing this you're so regressive your my mother's done it your grandmother's done it whereas i have grown up seeing people do it and i'm okay with it i don't think there's anything sinister about it 
and I'm constantly pushed to the corner and told that, you know, you are aggressive. My reaction to it, maybe I'm going to keep it. I'll keep it for two days. I'll look more gaudy than anybody else. And you're not going to tell me I'm not regressive or not. Well, that's the wrong so, reaction. No, but it's a human reaction. It happens. When you're, when you're again and again told that you're regressive, your reaction may be to, look, I'm not. This is how I've been brought up. And I will. it's up to me to decide whether it's regressive or not. Sure. So what you're so saying with, is it is an empowered burka, choice by that logic. I think with burqa, what happens is over the past few years, women, uh, Muslim women have been made to feel that you're regressive if you're wearing it. So a lot of women may say, no, I'm going to wear it. You're not going to tell me whether I'm regressive or not. I'll wear it. I'll fight against domestic violence. I'll fight against female infanticide. I'll fight for gender equality. But I'll wear this. Because your this gaze is, is not I going to decide. I find a lot of moderate Muslims saying that. And so I, and I understand that. I, I, have don't a, I have an issue with that. I, I think if people are mm -hmm. mocking, I think people should be free to mock. Okay? I, I think people should be free to mock anything that they find. Uh, which is regressive or hmm. any, anything which is mockworthy. But this is not mocking okay. really. This is when you, this is basic human tendency. You tend to no, become no, defensive when, about when your... You are saying, hmm. When you are saying that burqa wearing is regressive or you mocking someone who is wearing a burqa. But let me just bring to, uh, you know, uh, bring to attention, Rana Ayub hmm. wrote an article after the Charlie Hebdo attack saying that uh, I will not interpret, uh, I will not allow people to interpret Quran in any other way. There are no different interpretations of Quran. This is what she wrote in her daily mm. piece. And I had an issue with that. Because what she's saying is that the moderates and the extremists cannot interpret a holy book in any other way. Mm. That is the, the version of uh, you know, ISIS or whatever is essentially to be interpreted the same way as the version of somebody else. So what she's saying is in effect that if Quran says these are the things, and at the same time, Quran says religion of peace, at the same time you cover yourself, I will not allow any other interpretation. Hmm. I think that's wrong. So what that means is that you are a Muslim, you are so not a Muslim wrong, but if you... About, but what, what about, what her, that's Rana Yub is wrong, but yeah. we're talking about the burqa. What is your view on what she just said? No, ma, I, I agree with her to the extent that, as she says, that as a feminist, it is regressive. I agree with that. But I slightly disagree with uh, Manisha Padmi when you say mm. that you know you you should not mock someone who's wearing a burqa because what is happening is the reaction that reaction to that is that I will wear it. Come I'm what just may, saying I it's will. human tendency to react to the corner. I think it, I think mock is the wrong word here. Also, I think uh, the kind of politics uh, that, the kind no. of uh, the, the the brand of politics that Manisha is referring to is I, I think exactly the same as people who you know who were in some ways uh, you know apologists not apologists but who you know wrote uh, who wrote about Charlie Hebdo with butts. I think it's yes. the exact same from our politics and I think it's problematic. No, no but you can't... No, how is it similar? Because he's saying it's, you, it has to be an unequivocal... Un no, but life isn't like that, yeah? I mean, I wouldn't want to fit this Certain issues are. I wouldn't want to fit this also, debate you into whether you're right you, you or wrong. You cannot extrapolate... Feminism is ultimately a choice, yeah. No, no, I mean, everything, that may be everything is a choice. But you cannot extrapolate personal choice to collective choice. When you're extrapolating no, personal choice to collective choice, then you have to talk about choice. No, I think, well, I think that what Nice oh. Mangoes did was great. So start a debate on it. And I think it's not fair to troll her the way she was trolled. But it's important to Muslim women to have that conversation. But women of religion or women who wear the hijab as a political statement, I won't judge them. Okay, uh, just, okay uh, uh, I just would like to take the last word on this and I will borrow it from Salman Rushdie. I think he had very articulately pointed out and I searched for it on the internet and I couldn't find it. I think it was during a Bill Maher show where he said, women who say this is a choice we've made, it is an empowered choice, uh, have not examined their choice. 
they haven't dissected where this comes from and they do a great disservice to the millions of women for whom it's not a choice mm -hmm. because no matter why you've chosen it it is a symbol of patriarchy and it is disempowering to women so when you say that i'm making an empowered choice it is a kind of dumb thing to say without having examined your choice and rushdi said it so beautifully and i completely agree with him and one thing i was once shooting a documentary in uh, rajasthan where you know this i think rohitgarh or there was some small bhadrajun i don't know where it was and there was this big castle and palace you know like dholpur all these small small places <laughs> have some king on the other who has a pool in the house and the village around doesn't have a drop of water so when this young 21 year old prince came out of the haveli everyone fell on his feet touching his feet so i asked this old man 70 year old man that ab raja sahab raja sahab he's like young enough to be your grandson he said nahi hamare yahan to aise hi hai i said but you don't have to do it he's not talking to me he says koi hame zabardasti thodi na kehta hai main to khud karta hu now dude it's not an empowered choice aap khud karte ho to aap bewakoof ho but that's what i'm saying probably not an empowered feminist choice but i'm saying as a political statement i'm saying it's a shiri allah ne kaha hai allah ne kaha hai ki ye karo i think more reactionary immaculate consensus reactionary choice is never a good choice when the pope goes to philippines and he says sorry too many people talking it together we guys must talk one at a time i request everyone not to talk over the other not deciding for one yeah whatever no i mean what i'm saying is when the pope goes to philippines and he says you know let's not have contraception billions believe in that because that is what the tenets of christianity are mm. so tenet is immaculate conception hundreds of things mm. when so i mean you know people believe what god you know this has been said by god what i'm trying but to say but not everybody you, believes that you cannot be hypocritical you cannot take 10 beliefs that you know except god has said 10 things and then say okay these two things that allah has said or god has said i won't believe in it. you can i mean i think you perfectly can i think you perfectly can no, it's like saying then you're a hypocritical person <laughs> i think yeah, i mean then you're picking and choosing religion might as yeah. well not be religious then i think that's <laughs> okay. that's you find, i mean in science for example when you speaking. when you find something wrong okay and uh, you know and you continue to follow it or say that okay this is wrong but i continue to follow it this is right i'll continue to follow it 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 doesn't happen but i think you you carry your scientific logic into religion and science yeah. is not religion i think right. and and, and that's why that. and that's why also <laughs> i've seen many of your tweets when you say that you know uh, and we'll come to that subject next uh, that when if if x is equal to y then y is equal to x that's true in science it's not true in sociology or religion and i'll tell you the specific i'm talking about okay. sorry you were saying before we move on to that no i already made my point when i mean mm. i don't agree with and i i don't i think it's rationally politics which is which is unfortunate which never leads to anything good and i think uh, I, i mean mihir actually probably the best column is written till date he wrote a very here a brilliant column on charlie hebdo after the pen uh, and after writers uh, certain uh, you know panelists and pen you know refused to mm. attend it or whatever so i mean i think that's the point i mean you can't be there there are no ifs and i mean you you also you can't extrapolate a personal choice to and say that everyone's saying the same thing you know because you're speaking from a certain position of privilege and you don't know no, what it's but like but nobody is doing that and people are I just think more and more Muslim women should have this conversation. It's great, nice mango started. Fair enough. Okay, it, so, the, so the next conversation we're going to have is Bollywood films are all about upper class Hindu heroes. This comes from uh, that Hindu piece. Just tell our uh, yeah, there was a Hindu what it's about. piece by uh, Rukmini Srinivasan hmm. where she assessed how many movies. Uh, 100 and so she did not assess uh, 27% of the movies in 2014. Hmm. So there Which were 200 means? and 201 <laughs> movies that were released, hmm. and she uh, assessed 135 of them. And she found out that the majority of the characters were upper caste. Hmm. 
and uh, at the which, same time which showed, a, which showed a certain bias that in yeah. pop culture yeah, there's an upper culture, class yeah. dominance yeah, yeah. at the same time 31% of the data was hmm. of unknown caste hmm. so i mean it, it's a good study and news laundry it carried it you know hmm. for the tv serials well. but i think yeah, as i told rukmini as well that uh, it required much you know much more strengthening of data yeah. and and she agreed to that she said i would have yeah, yeah data wise but you know uh, the you wrote a little thought bubble on this yeah. Uh, which are really interesting, by the way, to read. And the, here's what I'm saying: where the scientists in you kind of extrapolate scientific logic into something that is not. You said Satyajit Ray made whatever 27 yes, films, 35 films, 35 films, and yes. not even one of those had. Therefore, was he one, racist? One of them. What, was he casteist? Yeah. Was he casteist? Yeah. No, it's not. A, it's not a theorem, mm -hmm. and therefore a theorem doesn't have to have a corollary. Yeah. So it's like saying that uh, was everybody who owned slaves uh, racist? Well. I don't know. It's, there's no yes or no answer to that. I mean, because that was the norm back then. And I'll give you a simple example. A few years ago, I was asked to write a piece. Not a piece. I was asked to write a serial, a fiction serial, about five years ago. And I wrote eight episodes. If anybody wants that, it's still available. Hello. <laughs> okay. Uh, on uh, a newsroom. So it was this, the protagonist was a woman. And it was a newsroom. And the whole idea was, like, newsroom is uh, uh, that uh, we'll there'll be a drama, it'll be a you know, romantic slash action drama in a, set in a newsroom and every week, whatever's the news of the week, we'll integrate that or incorporate that into the show. I named my character Jyoti Meena. Mm. I said my character will not be, you know, uh, Sushri whatever, uh, you know, Kusum Chaturvedi or Manisha Pandey. <laughs> Her name will be Jyoti Meena. The producer, why is Jyoti Meena? Why can't I have a normal name? Why is Jyoti Meena not a normal name? Mm -hmm. The point is that popular culture, Archie Comics did not have a black character till a Shindi was created. Because blacks were invisible. The yeah. Friends, such one of the most successful sitcoms, didn't have a black character. It does reflect popular culture biases, and that is why it's not a theorem. Yeah, but let me just say that mm. you have this panache of quoting people out of context. Mm. No, that was just a quote. <laughs> but you know, what I said about Satyajit Ray, mm. the previous five sentences were important in that context. Like which which is that... I agreed with the overall thesis of Rukmini, hmm. but at the same time, why I needed, why I wanted some more opinion and context to her data, limited hmm. data, was that film or scripts, A, it is probably written, uh, you know, you can see, uh, uh, you know, the, the script writers uh, are writing for a particular class, okay, while agreeing with her thesis, I'm saying this, at the same time, the story is subjective. So when I, when I talked about Satyajit Ray, and when I say, he was not a casteist. And what you're saying is, you cannot extrapolate to that. You, what you're saying is, maybe he but was. But the reverse is, no, no, I'm not saying maybe, I'm huh. saying it's not, it is not connected. You no, can't no. say it was A is flowing into Y. Yeah. Like, like no, a theorem and a corollary. No, 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 one second. It's not X, Y at all. Mm. Uh, it, it's, it's connected. In the, I'll explain you why. So, Satyit Ray had, let's say I'm going to make film on uh, 35 uh, scripts. Mm. And he does that. And out of that, one script has a lead character who is... Uh, uh, who is of Dalit, who is a Dalit hmm. origin, Sadgati, hmm. okay? At the same time, let us say, out of the limited data that she has, you, uh, Bollywood gets 35 scripts, and the directors say, I'm going to make 35 films on it, and out of that, if, let's say, one turns out to be, have a, uh, to be having a lead character, now, why would you say it's not connected? Sorry, I don't understand. No, I'm saying is, if you have a director, if hmm. you have, let's say, 35 films are made in the year hmm. in Hollywood, and uh, in Bollywood, and out of that, one of them, the script is of a lead Dalit character, mm. the other 34 aren't. Mm. Would you say that 
Bollywood is casteist. No, bo- Bollywood, there is, no, I want to Bollywood. That is a yeah. connection yeah. I was trying no, to make. I'm telling you, that's why I'm saying it doesn't. I don't think the no. point of the piece is whether Bollywood is casteist, casteist exactly. That's not the point. It's that's exactly what I'm trying to say. That is not what one is saying. What one is saying, one cannot say X is casteist or not casteist based on this data. Popular culture is not about identifying. No, that was that was the whole a, point of the. No, of, of no but Chandra. isn't it? I mean, let's no, talk. Let's not. Let's let's yeah. let's just forget this piece. All right, the biggest stars of the 90s. All right, and even now, now even now, Shah Rukh Khan, yeah. Salman Khan, Amir Khan. How many movies have they have they played uh, yeah. Muslims? Have they? I mean, and I, I, I think the one movie where Shah Rukh Khan did play a Muslim was Chak De, hmm. where you know that was the issue. Compl- that was the issue. Where, and I, I am it's Khan. always Raj. It's always always Rahul. It, it, it doesn't matter. I think it definitely matters, and I feel very strongly about it. And we, uh, people, you know, I mean, a lot of people made fun of you know Rukmini and the Hindu because because mm. the right wing loves to you know slam the Hindu and TV because I think Indians don't understand the importance of popular culture. Popular, I agree. You know, look at the US. What's happening? You know, we were discussing that day. You know. Yeah. Has been recreated with, uh, with, 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 let him finish. Yeah, go on. It was no. her. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. No, no. So, 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 you know, tales have been recreated with, 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 with black characters. It matters. It matters because kids are watching it. You know, I look at the shit that Indian TV. I, I mean, I just got a TV, so I'm watching a lot of TV these days. I'm not <laughs> watching news. I'm watching TV, and it's horrible. And it definitely reinforces a lot of regressive practices. Of course. So I think it's important. I think and popular culture as a phenomena of symbols in popular culture is not something we are inventing right now. Hindu didn't invent it. This is. Uh, historically can be studied in different countries how you know uh, symbols in popular culture play out and how they reflect popular opinion uh, but what i was saying was that data doesn't you can't say that data and say now x is caste or y is caste no, as a community there what, is a what I'm trying lack to of, say so, so no, no i was just saying that's that point that. I, no i was you can finish yeah. no what you're saying now that that is what i'm saying that we, by, by that data are you saying so and so can be caste or not that is what I was saying. The two are not connected. You cannot say these 35 X is racist or not. X is not. It's not a conscious racist decision. If X has always had your heroes always called Raj, Rahul, or you know Jay, then you will name your hero Raj, Rahul. I'll give him. I have a niece, okay, and she watches TV, okay. She says I don't want to watch this IPL. I say she says I want to be a cricketer. She says but girls are always dancing. Why are they playing cricket? So that- what what you're saying is that. You you started off by saying that Satyajit Ray is not a casteist. I said you cannot. No no. See again. No no. Anand, I'm not. No no. Let me finish. You're asking. Hold on, I'm not. No no. You asked me. Ask me. You are saying. You are saying this. I'm saying I'm not saying that, boy. That's what I'm saying. You're, you started saying that. You are saying Satyajit Ray. I'm was, saying you yeah. cannot say. You cannot identify about an individual mm-hmm. on the basis of that. That is what I'm saying. You started a sentence saying you are saying Satyajit is casteist. Satyajit is not casteist. Yeah. I'm saying that is not something you can arrive at. By that logic, that, I cannot comment on an individual on that. I'm talking about popular culture phenomena. That is what I'm saying. Look, so what I mean, uh, what I gather from this discussion is a that a man makes 35 films. Out of that, only one of them has a lead character who is a Dalit. But at this, but you cannot say that he is casteist or not. Yeah. You cannot mm. say that is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. 34 films do not have Dalit character, mm. but you cannot say that he is casteist or not. Yeah. So, if Bollywood were to make 35 films, out mm. of that, 34 will not have Dalit lead character. Mm. Then you can say, as a popular culture, as yes. a popular culture, that. Yeah. So, there's inadequate representation of a community in popular culture. But you cannot say that Satyatre is reflecting the inadequate representation of uh, culture. Yeah, but you what? can't say whether these castes or not. I mean, I don't know that. It's way more complex than that. No, but one data point cannot make me determine no, whether you're a castist or what not. What you're saying is that Satyatre. Is a victim of popular perception. That no. is the reason why he is taking 34 films that are not Dalit no, character. No, that's not again what I'm saying. I'm not okay. commenting on Satyajit. What I'm saying is that data, you cannot arrive 
at what is happening in the mind of a person, of an individual person, based on 35 films. That's what I'm saying. On something as complex as prejudice or bigotry. So that's that what is, I'm saying. That is what I'm saying. Before I wrote that Satyatre statement, before that three lines that I wrote, okay, was that I agree with the, in fact, I don't know, I don't have the, uh, what mm -hmm. I wrote exactly in front mm -hmm. of me, but what I did say that it does point to a definite trend. There's a definite trend, we need more research on it. Mm. But at the same time, it is a subjective thing. You, there, there are, uh, uh, you know, perceptions that people have, you know, for example, I, I think um, it wasn't until 95 or uh, maybe 1990 that we had the first uh, hero as a Sikh. I remember a Shashi Kapoor film or something. Mm. Okay, otherwise Sikh heroes... Vijayata, 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 Vijayata was, was the one. probably the first one. Uh, it was Shashi's son, I think. Yes, that's yeah. right, you're Correct. right. He used to come Kunal Kapoor. Thing. Yeah. Who had, I mean, you had a Sikh with a turban mm. on. So, of course, you know, these perceptions are there, but you need much more uh, sure. data mm. to sure. say that. So, we did, yeah, one. Uh, then, um, sorry, uh, anyone else wants to say anything on that before we move on to the next subject? I was just a little uh, amused at how uh, people brought up Hindus own tradition of bad uh, diversity in their newsroom yeah. and saying, why are their journalists doing this if, you know, they don't have enough representation in their own newsrooms? I don't think it's fair. Reporters no, but, uh, and I think that's, I an, mean, that's, that's a very Twitter-level debate. Yeah, I mean, no, but hang on. I think reporters it's an important debate. It's not one monolith. I did not discuss that, mm. uh, you know, that point at all because uh, obviously yeah, you have I to treat, treat this in isolation. Yeah. Mm. He's not talking of that. But at the same time, is it not a fact? It is a fact. If you were to treat the other thing in isolation, that 90% of or whatever percent, huge percentage of people working for the Hindu mm. are not Dalit. Yeah, absolutely. Of the course, point but that's another thing, and that should no, be discussed too. But I don't see why that should stop a Hindu reporter from talking about caste yeah, processes or not. representation absolutely. problems. No, but yeah. that is the Just because your organization has done course. a bad job. But I, I, I call this the uh, partyization of uh, you know debate, which yeah. you see on Twitter. The partyization of debate means, or X, Y, Z did this, so what happened? You also did this. I mean, that's, that's like a dumb... Yeah, what like, what that's, about like, what that's, about? So it's a really silly... Uh, because, and we've discussed this very often when we increase, I would like representation of all communities, castes in, in News yes, Laundry edit room. And, you know, uh, Anand thought it was, you know, that's irrelevant to any outcome that may come. So even if you talk about casteism, on this table, there's no one of Dalit community. Mm. So yes, mm. we are a reflection of society, and, but that doesn't mean you can't talk about it. But, but Twitter-level debates are never very smart anyway. Um, so just to, uh, you, you hmm. think, I'm sorry, I might I, I, I be completely hmm. wrong here. When you say we hmm. are, there is no one who's Dalit sitting at this table, hmm. we are a reflection of our society. Right. Okay. Can Bollywood also say that, that there are very few Dalit films, we are a reflection of our society? Yes, absolutely. That is what it's saying. No, but the Hindu thing was making a comment that there is a definite, you know, trend towards... No, but that's not fair. I mean, you can't say that. I mean, even we shouldn't be saying that. Yeah. Ultimately, I mean, newsrooms should be more representative and so should popular culture. But I didn't get this thing that... See, I think we don't have the Hindu article in front of us. What I'm trying to say is that when you said it's a reflection of our society that we don't have any Dalit sitting here, I'm saying is it is equally possible for Bollywood to say mm. that it's a reflection of our society that we have very few Dalit lead characters. Absolutely. It right? is true. Right. I agree with you. Mm. Now, the point is Hindu article did much more than that, did much more than say that it's a reflection of the society. Mm. It was condemning the society. It was condemning the fact, rightly so, condemning the fact that there are very few uh, Dalit enough. lead characters. Right. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Now, uh, before we end, uh, give you the song at the end, is there anything else that someone read or saw want to talk about before we wind up? 
Anand, uh, Arunab, Manisha. I mean, quickly. I would like to discuss something with which I mean, I, I, my views are not very distinct. I, I remember, I think Arunab uh, had a challenging debate with Vikram Chandra, and so did um, Vagle, On? because I think I think Vagle uh, went to a big fight. Nikhil, mm. Va Nikhil Vagle. Oh yeah, we've discussed that on Hafta. Yeah, the no, no, but they, they, yeah. So they went to, and he started, uh, you know, saying mm. something about Reliance, and he said I was cut off, and mm. you know, and then he said, and he, he tweeted about it, and all tweeted that. about it, yeah. and went to a debate with Vikram Chandra, mm. Uh, mm. where Vikram Chandra said we do not. Uh, publish unsubstantiated yeah, yeah. allegations, mm, mm. okay? And he said it repeatedly that NDTV is not in the business of unsubstantiated. So now I saw the last Truth versus Hype where Srinivasan Jain talks to the public prosecutor for the Malegaon case. Mm. And I mean, it, it is very possible what she's saying is true, mm. that somebody from NIA did, even though NIA had a pub, you know, public, uh, uh, they published that, you know, nothing like this ever happened. None, no one from our uh, uh, department ever approached her. But she did not bring the proof. So it is technically an unsubstantiated allegation. Hmm. And NDTV ran a half an hour show Yeah, I think he's made that point on uh, Arvind's speech also. When Arvind yeah. said something and right. they, uh, Arvind Barkha's interview. Yeah. Hmm. He made that point. Yeah, that's true. I think for Reliance, there are different rules. And no matter what anybody claims, yeah. Reliance, ke liye, there are one set of rules. And Baki Dunya, ke liye, there's one set of rules. Right. And that's absolutely true. Now, you see, again in this, you know, there's, uh, there's always something that is wrecked. And that I think I've been very informed by these debates is, that should you or should you not always look at events in isolation, okay? Now, uh, I can look events in isolation if I'm not being hypocritical, okay? So I can look at, I can criticize Islam without having to criti criticize Hinduism, without having to say 20 buts in my article, mm. okay? But is it all right for a channel to carry an unsubstantiated allegation, look at it in isolation, while at the same time not carry an unsubstantiated allegation? No, I think it's hypocritical. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's basically when it comes to reliance, mm. yeah. there is a different set of rules and that is established. I don't think that's new. Arunav has made this point. Uh, in the they didn't get anybody from NIA to comment on truth versus No, I'm yeah. sure they must have tried, but no, they, they didn't comment. That's, that's the point. NIA has given it. Uh, okay, uh, before we wind up, I'd just like to once again um, uh, remind everybody to support independent media because when corporations pay, corporations are served. When the public pays, public is served. And one little thing, if you don't, uh, there's a gentleman called Jay Gopi Krishnan, who is a special correspondent of the Pioneer. Uh, right now, as we're recording this, there's the National Herald case being held, uh, uh, the case being heard. For those of you know who don't know cases, it is the Congress uh, Party President Sonia Gandhi and Rahul Gandhi's newspaper, and there's some financial irregularity allegations against it. And Subramanya Swami and Sibyl are appearing for that, and I'll just read out, he's live tweeting some of the reparty that's happening. Mm -hmm. Sibyl reading paper given by junior advocate Swami. Are you my vakil? Sibyl what? Swami. Hey, you are reading out my complaint. Sibyl, oh. <laughs> then, Sibyl, this is totally Congress party's affair. No outsider can question. Swami, lands allotted by government to run newspaper. Sibyl, will revive National Herald newspaper. Judge, but Rahul says no revival. Sibyl, will my lord, he meant, he meant. <laughs> okay, then Swami, these people are enjoying life by getting huge rent from AJL properties, Sibyl. My Lord, frankly, because of this man, no enjoyment. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Swami, the accused have cheated and are enjoying life. Mr. Sibyl, my Lord, frankly, because of Swami, no one can enjoy life. So this is what's happening in the court. I think this should have been covered wall to wall in the news, uh, television channels. It is a huge story. It involves Sonia Gandhi and Rahul Gandhi. And here, yes, because it is the Gandhis, no one is reporting this live, and this would be so much fun. It's great television. 
Now, this is, I mean, I would like to point In fact, this is one story uh, that uh, NED we actually took down for a while. You know, I, I in fact, reported on it. Mm. The National Herald story was done by Sunetra. Mm. And uh, they aired the story and uh, one run of the story. After that, they didn't run it. Mm. And mm. then uh, that happened just the next day after DNA took down... Mm. Uh, uh, Rana Yub story. Amit Shah. Uh, Rana Yub story. So, but then, uh, so when I spoke to Sonia Singh, she told mm. me that there, there was some, uh, I mean, they hadn't done a... Unsubstantiated. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, they, they, it wasn't foolproof editorially, so they were getting some checks done, but the story did run the next day. But I think, you know, if you're putting up a story without, I mean... No, I think the right. reasons are different, but we all but know... But you know, when you mm. say this should have been, the story should have been covered wall to wall and, and mm. is not being... Mm. I would like to say that, you know, I mean, there's this overall feeling which many have said, which I think you, you, you disagree with that and mm. I do too, but many people say that nowadays media is bending down and crawling to the NDA government. Mm. Okay, a lot of people. If that were the case, mm. then they should be covering this story. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Right? Well, uh, that's a little more complex discussion, but anyway, I mean, I won't get into We, we, so we should discuss too, it next time. Yeah. Like, even when they were crawling and bending over backwards to please Sonia, no one would say jack shit about Atalji. Yeah. Certain people are untouchable in our country. No matter who's in power, the Gandhis and Atalji are untouchable. Yeah. So, that's... Uh, so, before we go, this song, uh, I'd like to dedicate on behalf of the Enforcement Directorate, uh, the Ministry of External <laughs> Affairs, and the Government of India to Lalit Modi, who has provided so much entertainment and so much news to all of us for the last whole week, that dear Mr. Modi, and I'm talking about Lalit here, we are indebted to you forever. This goes out from the ED to you. Please enjoy the track. Suhani Rat Dhal Chuki this podcast has been produced by Karthik Mijhavan. Thank you, Karthik. Uh, and please uh, give us your feedback. Write to us at contact at newslaundry.com. Tweet to us. Check us out on Facebook. Uh, give us your comments. We'll meet you again next week. Everybody want to say bye? Say bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. And have a nice day. Catch all new episodes of NL Hafta on newslaundry.com and follow us on Twitter and Facebook.